Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Late morning, that'll give us some melting, increasing clouds, but for the next weather event with snow on Friday. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Tyson's 20 degrees, Waldorf 21, LaFont Plaza 26 degrees, and it could feel like the single digits even zero overnight. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. And good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up, some school systems delaying classes again in the morning after more complications with icy roads and cold temperatures. Montgomery County Public Schools, they were supposed to be on a two-hour delay on Wednesday. Then at 7.34 a.m., they suddenly closed. The last-minute decision to close schools leaves some Montgomery County parents fuming. I'm Dick Uliano. Even as we deal with the last storm, we could get four more inches of snow on Friday. The search is on for a local woman accused of pretending to be a lawyer and pocketing thousands of dollars. I'm Scott Gelman. Midnight. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz. American forces have struck in Yemen again, hitting 14 Houthi launch sites that officials say were an imminent threat to commercial and U.S. Navy ships. CBS News military consultant Jeff McCausland. The Pentagon is employing what's called dynamic targeting, putting up surveillance aircraft and perhaps putting up as well attack aircraft that basically then racetrack, fly over the battle space, As targets are identified, then they can quickly be directed on that target and hit it. We've learned that a shipment of medicine for dozens of the hostages being held by Hamas has reached the Gaza Strip. For every box that arrives for a hostage, there will be a thousand boxes for Palestinians in Gaza. Freezing temperatures the past few days have reached as far south as Florida, and a new storm is brewing, says the Weather Channel meteorologist Samantha Moore. Another winter storm is going to be making its way across the country once again, and that's going to have some pretty big impacts with snow coming in once we get into to our Thursday and Friday and even into early part of Saturday. And it's going to turn that lake effect machine back on here across the eastern shores of Michigan and Erie and Ontario. American Cancer Society research shows that some cancer cases are rising in people under 50. Here's CBS's Dr. John LaPook. We've seen that younger people are increasingly affected, which is why the guidelines for initial screening for people at average risk has fallen from 50 to 45. Why has it done that? Well, maybe there's something in the environment, something we're eating, our increasing obesity, which is linked to an increased risk for colon cancer. Is it our inactivity? Or is it something in the microbiome, the trillions of bacteria in our gut, and somehow the environment, something we're eating, or antibiotics are changing that? There's new research out that gamers probably don't want to hear. CBS's Michael George tells us about it. New research published in the journal BMJ Public Health finds sound levels reported in studies of more than 50,000 people are often close to or exceed safe limits. There was a huge explosion at an apartment complex near San Francisco, says KCBS radio reporter Matt Bigler. Glass and debris were scattered across the parking lot. One resident was hospitalized in critical condition. Police say this was an illegal drug lab likely producing methamphetamine. Neighbors were shocked. One woman tells me she's relieved no one else was injured, but also angry that a meth lab could be operating right under their noses. The oldest member of the Senate, 90-year-old Chuck Chuck Grassley has been hospitalized in the Washington, D.C. area with an infection. The uh, uh, Iowa Republican had hip surgery last year. He briefly used a scooter to get around. 90-year-old Chuck Grassley is in his eighth six-year term. This is CBS News. 
Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Protect your home and auto. Save when you bundle. Get a quote at Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. WTOP at 1203. Thursday morning, January 18th, 2024. We're looking at a cold alert this overnight early morning. Low 10 to 20 actual temps, according to Veronica, by daybreak. We're 25 in our nation's capital right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your midnight hour ride Thursday morning. Topping the news this morning. Baby, it's cold outside. Just wanted to let you know that in case you don't know by now. Our top local story this hour, the bitter cold that will not apparently let go anytime soon. Plus more snow in the forecast locally for Friday. Feeling pretty close to zero degrees in some areas this morning already. And that will last, we're told, into early Friday morning. These temps paired with what's left of Monday's storm continue this morning to create icy conditions on some local roads. We'll keep you updated with traffic and weather together. That's prompting some delays this morning, even a closing of one school in Virginia. Stafford County Public Schools and Culpeper County Public Schools will open two hours late. Rappahannock County Public Schools are closed today, this Thursday. Anytime we have bad weather, you can get a full list of closings a click away at WTOP.com. It's 12.04 on WTOP. Open the morning and out to school. A tough one for some people this week. Uh, Continuing discussions we've had here at WTOP about Montgomery County Public Schools' last-minute decision this week to close on Wednesday just after 7.30 in the morning. Parents and students alike had been expecting a two-hour delay earlier in the day. The jarring change left many families scrambling to find child care and now raises serious questions this morning. It wasn't until 7.34 a.m. the public school system reversed its plan to open two hours late. I went down around 7.30, I started making lunches, and then all of a sudden it switched. Amy Fenzel, a mom of three in the Montgomery County public school system, says she managed... But some friends were blindsided by the late closing announcement. One friend was on the metro. Another friend was about to go leave for a presentation. The school system says ice removal is far more time consuming than snow removal. But County Executive Mark Elridge says the closing announcement came too late. Maybe if it had been made more timely, it would have been less irritating. Dick Uliano, WTOP News. WTOP at 12.05 Thursday morning. Monday's winter storm brought several inches of snow to our area, and we could be in, as we've been telling you, for a second round by week's end of snowfall on Friday. Another winter weather system is expected to move through our region, and it could bring one to four inches of the white stuff during the early morning hours Friday. By the time you wake up and head out, probably snow falling pretty good out there, and then continuing until the afternoon, early evening hours on Friday. Uh, that's when the snow will start to taper, just some lingering snow showers as we approach midnight. But again, about one to four inches of snow expected with a cold weekend. That was 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson this morning. WTOP at 12.06. Maryland Democratic Governor Wes Moore has turned over his new proposal for a budget this week, the $63 billion plan. Has no new taxes. Its emphasis is said to be on increasing public safety, expanding affordable housing, and supporting child care overall. She pretended to be an immigration lawyer and kept her client's money. Now an Arlington woman this morning could face decades behind bars. Patricia de Oliveira Souza Leilis Bolin pretended to be an immigration lawyer to help foreign clients get certain visas. That's according to an indictment which accuses her of defrauding clients of about $700,000. In September 2021, a victim paid her $135,000 and expected the money to be used for a Texas real estate project that qualified for the visa program. 
But the indictment says the money went into her personal bank account and it was used for a down payment on an Arlington townhouse, bathroom renovations, and credit card debt. Law enforcement officials are still looking for her, but she's been charged with wire fraud, unlawful monetary transactions, and aggravated identity theft. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. WTOP Thursday morning at 12.07. Did you know in Virginia it's perfectly legal for elected leaders to use campaign funds on personal expenses such as mortgages, vacations, or gym memberships? Under a bill advanced by a House committee subcommittee on Wednesday this week, this would be banned. Virginia is a national outlier for lacking such a law already. Good governance advocates are pushing hard for this, but lawmakers in the General Assembly in Richmond killed it. So far has done so year after year. Stay tuned. About transportation this morning, how many times did you ride Metro last year? The question for you. If you are wondering, Metro is now providing a personalized report on just how used how you used public transportation in 2023. That includes the number of bus and rail trips you took, how many miles you traveled, and how you rank among other Metro riders. Metro GM Randy Clark says this morning he hopes these uh, this report. These report cards can bring some friendly competition to social media and should come as no surprise that he ranks in the top 1% of Metro riders in 2023. You can take a look at your report by heading over to WMATA.com. Good morning. Welcome into WTLP. Glad you're with us this morning. Time now is 12.08. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. WTOP, we bring you traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Ken Berger with us this morning at the WTOP Traffic Center. Good morning, Dean. Uh, good morning, everyone. Happy Thursday as we get uh, past the midnight hour around the district. Everything running just fine on the Beltway. Not seeing any delays anywhere, whether in Maryland or in Virginia. All lanes are clear. Uh, 295 and 95 between the two Beltways in Maryland running fine. No delays either side of 270. In Virginia, we do have a couple of work zones. Southbound 95 of Virginia 123. The left lane is closed because of that road work. And then southbound 95, just south of Quantico, heading to Virginia 610, Garrison de la Quaya. The right lane on right shoulder are closed. North Glebe Road inside the Beltway, Chain Bridge Road, or between Chain Bridge Road and Military Road. All lanes are blocked because of road work. Posted detours are there, so follow. Uh, eastbound 66 on the ramp to the Beltway in the loop right lane closed because of that road widening operation. Both directions of 66 at the Russellville Bridge. You find left shoulder, left lane blocked. Again, that's either direction, and it looks like this work zone continues up uh, to the Rosalind Tunnel. Once you can clear all of that, though, the ride on 66 to and past the Beltway doing just fine, and there are no work zones reported on 66 in either direction. Between the Beltway heading all the way out to Haymarket, there is some road work going on on the Beltway, including either loop right around the Georgetown Pike heading up to the, uh, heading up to the Dulles Toll Road. This is the 495 Express Lane Northern Extension Project, and you're going to find right lane or multiple lanes closed in either direction. Go electric the Fitzway, looking for an electric car. Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai, Ioniq, or Toyota Go to BZ4X, state and federal incentives available. Go electric at Fitzball.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Mainly clear this morning and very cold. Throughout this Thursday, clouds will be on the increase. will turn mostly cloudy during the afternoon. Temperatures in the teens this morning will finally get above freezing by about noon today, topping out around 39 degrees. Tracking the next weather maker bringing snowfall to the area on Friday could get between 1 and 4 inches. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Very 25 degrees. 
degrees in our nation's capital this midnight hour. Brought to you this morning by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 1210. Where we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Mortgage applications jumped another 10% last week, led by recent buyers refinancing. Charles Schwab says customer bank deposits fell 21% in the final quarter of the year with a jump in withdrawals. Virginia Tech's billion-dollar innovation center at Potomac Yard won't open this fall as planned. It blames construction delays. The Dow lost 94 points Wednesday. The S&P 500 index and the Nasdaq lost a half percent. Jeff Clayball, WTOP News. Overseas this morning, our first midnight hour check. Asian stocks are mixed. The Nikkei is up by five points. The Hang Seng is up 97 points. The Kospi's down two. The Shanghai is off 45. Good morning. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. We're on the campaign trail next. Stick around. 12-11 on WTOP Thursday morning. Jack Frost is a slippery character. <laughs> with a nasty bag of tricks. Sleet and snow. Freezing rain and the big bad blizzard. Don't let him fool you. Depend on WTOP for traffic and weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8s. A winter weather advisory has just been issued. A lot of side streets remain unplowed. You'll know how to dress the kids to deal with Jack Frost. And you'll know when you can hit the road, Jack. WTOP News. Facts matter. You're with WTOP, Bank Dean Lane. Being prepared and nimble are essential to protecting data, assets, and creating an environment that is compliant and safe for end users. James Carnall, Red River Cybersecurity Practice Lead, explains the company's approach to cyber in the series Top Voices, sponsored by Red River. We've really focused on providing experience across the entire cyber landscape, whether through security operations center delivered as a service or zero trust assessments and mapping for the CISA and NIST standards. We are meeting customers where they are, giving them support at every stage of their cyber maturity journey and helping them meet their operational and strategic goals. Hear more interviews from the series Top Voices at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Red River. And to learn more about cybersecurity support from Red River, visit redriver.com. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Thursday morning, January 18th. Welcome in this Thursday to the Midnight Hour. Glad you're with us. If you're just joining us this early morning, welcome along. We've got a cold alert weather-wise until daybreak. The actual temp, according to Veronica, for the low should be somewhere between 10 and 20 degrees. We're at 25 in our nation's capital right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. Glad you're with us. It's 1213 on WTOP. This is WTOP News. Campaign 2024 on WTOP Thursday morning. Another Republican presidential debate has been canceled. This after Nikki Haley's refusal to participate in any forum that does not include former President Donald Trump. CNN says its Sunday debate is off and ABC and WMUR-TV called off their debate originally scheduled for Thursday this week. The cancellations now mean for the first time in years, actually, there will not be an on-the-ground face-off ahead of New Hampshire's primary on Tuesday. Michael Steele is the co-host of the brand-new NSNBC show, The Weekend. Steele is also, of course, a former Republican National Committee chair and former Maryland lieutenant governor. This morning, details are Dimitri Sotis. Donald Trump's 51% victory was like a clap of thunder that continues to reverberate, he thinks, into next week's New Hampshire primary. 
you see the landscape, you see the storm on the landscape, and you're like, oh, look at all that lightning over there. And then the thunder rolls in, and you're like, wow, okay, it's very powerful, it's very impactful. I think it reset what, what Trump did in Iowa, reset the, the narrative on the Republican primary back to where it, in my view, always has been. Donald Trump is the clear choice of Republicans for the nomination. And while the opportunity is there for others to to get in and mix it up with him, they haven't. And the reason they haven't is because their campaigns know that that's where the base is. The moneyed interest in the party, those big dollars and donors who are out there wanting to play with, you know, Ron DeSantis, uh, uh, Tim Scott, and now Nikki Haley, aren't reflective of where the base is. And the base said very resoundly, especially the evangelical base, which is going to make up a larger and larger part of the electorate in the Republican primaries you get through this thing, especially in a place like South Carolina. Carolina, where it was 75% of the Republican turnout is in the evangelical voter, it's going to make a difference. And so that clap of thunder that you heard from Trump, it was a way of saying, hello, I haven't gone anywhere. They still love me. They still want me. And now, you know, Nikki wants this to be a two-person race. Well, it's kind of hard to do that from third place. And that's that's the politics that she's going to have to take with her going into New Hampshire. And what about New Hampshire? Is second place good enough for Nikki Haley to say, hey, I did something? Or does she really have to surprise everyone and somehow come in first? Yeah, after third place, you got to come within a whisper of first in New Hampshire. I just don't see that happening. I think that despite the fact that you have uh, a significant number of Democrats who uh, may have registered for the purposes of voting in that primary and, and same with independents, that speaks to the nature of New Hampshire, which is sort of a freelance kind of approach to, to American politics, is still a Republican primary. Trump still has a large base of support there. Polling out today out of New Hampshire shows Donald Trump with 50 percent and Nikki Haley some 21, 23 percent behind him. Can she make that up in in Three days, five days a week? I don't know. But that's the test. And so I think New Hampshire, again, the press and others want to create a horse race that isn't there, number one. Number two, I think a lot of politicos are imagining a campaign that never existed. That's Michael Steele talking with our Dimitri Sotis. He's the co-host of the brand new MSNBC show titled The Weekend, Saturday and Sunday mornings at 8, with co-host Alicia Mendez and Simone Sanders Townsend. A quick look at the top stories we're following for you this Thursday morning on WTOP. U.S. has launched another wave of airstrikes against Houthi-controlled sites in Yemen. Icy roads here at home, bitter cold this overnight early morning, causing some local school systems to delay the start of classes. This morning we'll update you, of course. And former President Trump was threatened this week with expulsion from his Manhattan civil trial on Wednesday after he repeatedly ignored warnings to keep quiet while writer E. Jean Carroll testified. We'll have more in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Looking to move out all those books in the house to make room for newer ones? Donate those books to the Walter Johnson High School used book sale in Bethesda, Maryland. The sale supports the Walter Johnson High School All-Star Booster Club, a parent-run volunteer committee that proudly supports all school-sponsored extracurricular activities. Help the kids out by donating your used books, including recent test prep and kids' books, video games, and DVD movies. For donation drop-off, location, and times, contact WJUsedBookSale at gmail.com. That's WJUsedBookSale at gmail.com. Good Thursday morning, January 18th. Welcome into WTOP at 1280. 
Uh, the good weather together on the 8th and when it breaks 24-7, guaranteed. Over to Ken Berger first this morning at the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks, Dean. Yeah, we're getting some reports of ice here and there, but mainly on major secondary roads, side streets, overpasses, uh, that sort of thing. So, again, be very careful. Still, as you make your way across any of those types of roadways, uh, again, use some caution. But the main roads are looking just fine. No major issues anywhere on the Beltway, whether in Maryland or in Virginia. 95 run up and down the 95 corridor. You do have some road work with the southbound right at 123. Left lane block because of the road work. And then south of there, southbound 95, watch out for the work zone. That's between in Quantico and uh, Garrisonville, Aquia, right lane, right shoulder close. Also reported work zones on southbound 95 on the approach to US 17 Warrington Road in the Fredericksburg area. It looks like this road work is over on the shoulders, but you will notice the flashing lights. The travel lanes are open, though, so just pay attention to the work zones. There's also some work going on at bridges over 395, including South Ebbington Street, either side. Uh, that bridge over 395, they're doing some roadway resurfacing. Also, South Shirlington Road, both directions between 395 and South for a mile run. There's Sherlington Circle South May, uh, Rotary Bridge. They're doing some bridge rehab operations and the bri- re, uh, bridge rehabilitation operations affecting the Roosevelt Bridge. Left shoulder, left lane blocked in either direction. Exciting news. Netscope GovCloud is FedRAMP high authorized. Learn more in person at their D.C. SASE Summit on January 24th. Get the scoop at Netscope.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Coming right up Thursday morning in the midnight hour after Traffic and weather. Corrections officers say this Maryland prison's being run by a gang. I'm Neil Augenstein. Temperatures are in the lower to mid-teens this early morning. We'll see a high temperature later today of 39 degrees. A little bit of melting could occur, finally above freezing since Sunday. Mostly cloudy skies for your afternoon, so enjoy the sunshine early part of your day on the other side of sunrise here. On Friday, it's going to be overcast and snowy. Here we go again. Snow develops early morning hours and continues through the day could get a quick one to four inches of snowfall around the area with slick conditions expected throughout the day. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 20 degrees to Pond Circle, 14 Germantown, 20 this morning in Annandale having dropped five. We're down to 20 at our nation's capital and coming right up this half hour. On WTOP. There's nothing convenient about what's happening at these 7-Elevens. I'm John Doman. WTOP at 1221. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Wheelchairs for Warriors serves those who served us. We provide custom-fit wheelchairs for veterans and first responders injured in the line of duty. When they are denied the services they deserve, we stand in the gap. To join the mission and support America's heroes, you can visit our website at wheelchairsforwarriors.org. We are a 501c3 organization and part of the combined federal campaign. Visit wheelchairsforwarriors.org. Good Thursday morning, January 18th. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Welcome in. Time now is 1222. This is WTOP News. Former Baltimore State's attorney Marilyn Mosby's second federal crime trial kicked off with jury selection this week. 
Attorneys in the case, along with the judge overseeing it, began the task, apparently, of picking 12 jurors and four alternates around 10 a.m. on Wednesday midweek. The jury will be asked, we're told, to decide whether or not Mosby committed mortgage fraud when she purchased two vacation homes in Florida during the COVID pandemic. Mosby was found guilty of lying about the finances of a side business in order to improperly access retirement funds during the COVID pandemic. She served as Baltimore's top prosecutor from 2014 to 2022. Five black correctional officers locally at a Maryland prison have filed a federal lawsuit saying the prison's being run by a gang of white fellow officers. The five officers work at the Maryland Correctional Training Center in Hagerstown. This facility had not had very many black officers until the last few years. Co-counsel Edith Thomas. When our clients were hired in, there was a lot of animosity and there still is a lot of animosity towards them. The suit against Maryland's prison system says a gang of white officers with the knowledge of the warden are discriminating and retaliating against black officers. The lawsuit is based on the racketeering statute used to prosecute organized crime, alleging witness tampering, smuggling, and fraud. The Maryland Department of Public Safety and Correctional Services says it's investigating the serious claims. Neil Loggenstein, WTOP News. Out of Southeast D.C., where Metropolitan Police say a toddler has died. The young girl, younger than five, actually, we're told was found dead inside a home on Barnaby Terrace around 9.30 on Wednesday morning this week. Police also say foul play is not suspected here. No other info has been released. Stay with WTOP and WTOP.com for updates. Now we turn to a series of convenience store burglaries here at home where ATMs were the target. WTOP's own John Doman reports this morning crooks are using the jaws of life to pry open the money machine. After eight stores around the DMV were hit early Monday, the number of robberies under investigation just this week stands at more than a dozen, following another spike in D.C. and Maryland early this morning. It's almost always a 7-Eleven that's hit, and it's been happening for a while. An attempt in Hyattsville early this morning only failed because thieves mangled the ATM last week and it hasn't been fixed yet. Police Chief Jared Towers. They're using these these high tech tools that are you know used for saving people's lives and cutting people out of cars. The belief is that at least most of these robberies are connected. This has been a regional issue dating back at least six, seven months. County police say more detectives and more patrol officers are on the case now. John Dome in WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 25 and 55. Our first midnight hits, 12.25 to be exact, with Rob. Maryland started strong against the 18th-ranked team in women's basketball, but faded late in an 84-76 home loss to Ohio State. Coach Brenda Freeze. Just their will to win was a little bit greater there at, at the end, their will to go go get it. And, you know, when, when you're playing a lot of zone, you, you've got to be able to go find someone to, to go box out. The Maryland men lost a back-and-forth game at Northwestern, 72-69 to end a two-game win streak. Jameer Young scored a game-high 34 points but missed the potential game-winner in the final seconds. Virginia snapped a two-game slide with a 65-57 victory over rival Virginia Tech, and Navy came back to beat Lehigh 71-69. That's their fourth win in their last six. NFL history was made in 